Well, praise the Lord, you guys. I was about to say good morning to you all, but I look at the clock and it is approximately 5 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Oh, my word. So, guess what that means? I had almost a full 12, 11 hours of sleep time, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I feel so good. I feel rested. My body feel like, oh, that's what we needed. Um, y'all, I had a full week. What's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. What's up, family? And I am off today from both jobs. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I gave, I, I had an opportunity to rest. I'm off tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to do, it's going to be New Year's Day. It's New Year's Eve now. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year's Eve. <laughs> uh, some, if it's five now, some are already participating in other countries. So Happy New Year to you guys in Africa. Uh, a couple of hours in what, Australia and uh, Alaska. I don't know if you guys are celebrating yet. Um, Japan, um, I think it's almost Happy New Year's for you guys, but it's getting countdown for we all, and I'm just thankful, um, I have a lot of things going on, um, I woke up with the Spirit of God talking to me, as always. And I just want to say hi to you all. But I can't believe, <laughs> you know, what really woke me up. It was like the light came on in the other part of the office. And I'm thinking the sun's shining because I have my angel wings on my door, right? So the reflection on that, it just lit up the room. I woke up with all this light around me. It was so serene till I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, am I in heaven? (laughs) Then I looked at the clock, and I was like, are you serious? And I, like, rubbed my eyes and looked again. I'm like, wow, I slept all this time, which I needed it. Um... I came from both jobs, went straight to church, went straight to JH, and you guys, I came straight here, and I took off my belongings, I put on my onesie, I had my blanket and stuff, and I got here probably about 6.30, about 7 o'clock, I was in, I was in the sleeping position. <laughs> And the rest was history until now. I guess about 10 minutes. Cause you know, I'm going to wash my face. I'm fixing some coffee. So I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. Is it 5 in the morning or 5 in the afternoon? 
Yeah, let me find out. <laughs> oh, Lord, wait a minute. See how I'm, I'm just losing track? Let me see if this is 5 in the afternoon or 5 in the morning. Okay, it's 5 in the morning. See, look, I am just so off. <laughs> well, that's still a good, that's a still good, a good rest, right? Or did I sleep through New Year's? I can't even remember. Lord have mercy. I'm telling you, God put me in a deep sleep, you guys. Let me see something. Um... That shows you how much. Let me see. Um. Yeah, okay, so it's 5 in the morning. <laughs> I'm thinking it's 5 in the afternoon. So that's still good rest, right? So from 7, what, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock, 2, 3, 4, 5. That's a good 11 hours sleep, yeah. Right? Did I say that right? Wow, so that's still, that is still good. Okay. So I'm thinking I slept all through the day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I did. I really did. Well, we have to bring a 15 minute exhortation tonight at church. Which I really wanted to go and celebrate elsewhere where that where was I really didn't know um but I guess I'll I'll celebrate the new year um with God's family um the reason why I really got on here because I was thinking about a prophetic word that went forth Saturday. I went um, to the Women of Valor event, right, to help celebrate and support one of the sisters as part of that um, movement of the women. Uh, it's time for your voice to be amplified. And uh, I felt the heart of the visionary had an opportunity to meet her and also found out that uh, um, someone was speaking to her about me. And I was kind of shocked, you know, and uh, she was like, oh, this is the person you always talk about. Such a sweet spirit. I was like, whoa, okay. 
Um, I love her diligence. Um, her heart is serious about the Lord. Very structured. Um, has a very giving heart um, to acknowledge the women, to strengthen them. You know, to say that God created woman out of the casing of the man. You really have to understand the mechanism on how all of this evolution started or how man evolved, period, right? Um, and I'm just looking, you know, my whole series this year for 2019 is Observe and Report. So I've been doing a lot of observation <laughs> and a lot of reporting back to daddy, like, okay, God, but you did this, and why is this happening, you know? And, uh, and I'm looking at the report, and I'm looking at his report. See, I'm comparing facts to his report, okay? <laughs> uh, and, you know, as women, we have taken a lot of flack. We have taken a lot of flack. Um, men, no man bashing to y'all men, my brothers from another mother that's connected with me through the spoon factor, family, okay? Um, but through the lifespan of a woman, we have taken a lot of flack. Um, a lot of things women have been pushed into that have caused them to become what they are now. And what that I'm observing is now the men don't like it because how God originally... Okay, so this, 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 is, this is my hypothesis. The men want the women back the way they was before. However... If you want the woman back the way God created the woman to be for in the beginning, then it's by right, <laughs> men, you have to get back the way God created you in the beginning. But see, they don't want, they don't want that. Some don't want that. About 85% of the men don't want that. They still want to be who they want to be, do what they want to do, act the way they want to act, and still want that woman to go back to the beginning and be like that. It's not going to happen because I can look at my own life. I can honestly say where I'm at now, I was forced into. And I know a lot of people may say, well, how come, how you can say somebody forced you to do this, do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you married and have a husband that's supposed to provide, protect, and be the priest of the home that they say that they are called to do, but yet not doing it. So now I'm forced to try to create some type of income, to try to create something to provide for the children that we both laid in the bed, had sexual encounter, and created these lovely gifts that God has given us. And we got to take care of them now. But because of the... Your idolatry, 
um, your ideas and your methodologies and, and your behavior, uh, you feel that you're not ready or, you know, you got to find yourself and you just walk away from your family. Well, that woman has to still provide for those babies. Now, yes, they do have women that say, you know what, if you don't want to take care of them, I ain't going to take care of them. And they have women that have walked away. Okay, I, I, I can't account for that part. But I know the mechanism that Father has put in me. I, can't, I couldn't walk away from my children because of the things that I saw growing up. So it forced me to try to find a job. And one job didn't make it, so you had to get another job to, you know. So that shortchanged the nurtured, the mothery, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things that God created that mother to do in the home or with that child or with the family unit was cut out or shortened because now she had to go and 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 go and bring the bread home and make the bacon like the songs begin to evolve through the decades. The music really told the story of the change of society. So now it has crossed over even into the organization, the religious set, the organization that's quote-unquote called the organized church, it has crossed over to, it's the same mechanism. The brothers in the church want the sisters to be like the sisters of old, and it's just not going to happen. Because now you got more working mothers, and now they have to take off, and yeah, to get a better pay, they had to go to school, they had to go to college, so now you mad. Some of the brothers are mad now because the sisters became VPs and CEOs and they have their own business and, you know, and now, now you're mad. Now you want to call us aggressive, self-sufficient, you know, um, don't want to submit. And, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Come on, brothers. Come on, brothers. Let's look at the whole perspective of the woman, period. She gave birth to a child. First of all, you woo her in. She's innocent. She innocent. You woo her in, saying how you love her, how you're going to take care of her, how you're going to have a family with her. Okay, so now you have woo her in, got her hand in marriage. Now you're married. Now you're starting to pop out all these children, and now you're gone. What is there to do? Most women back in the old days depended on that man to take care of the household, depended on that man to take care of the bills in the home. And in that era, the 60s and the 70s, they had a lot of broken women that, especially the black women, what can we do? They didn't know nothing about finances. They didn't know how to pay the bills. They didn't know how to do nothing because the man did it all. So now the women have to go to school and learn all these different things so she can properly take care of the household, right? But you mad. 
you mad now because she have exceeded what you have expected her to exceed. Now you want to downplay her, call out her name, make her feel bad, want to dominate her, want to beat her, want to control her, want to make light of what she's doing to build up that family. Even though, even especially the black woman that have stuck with men when you're going through your little hyenas, all right, when you have nothing... Um, um, this said that this the movie Tyler Perry made. I never saw it yet. Um, Acrony, or whatever. They said it was really was a good movie, but then they say your girl went crazy. So I I can't make a comment on it because I haven't seen it. But they say overall he came back to her. This is what I'm 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 hearing about this the the movie, the Spurlers, right? He came back to her, gave her back the money that that she sewn into his life, while he became a I think a doctor or something or something, whatever dream that he wanted, she supported him, but through all of it. He left or she left. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. But the thing about it, he was with another woman. And the whole point was, his dream was her dream. And I think they say she couldn't accept the fact that he was with somebody else with it. The house she wanted, the woman had. Everything that she, they dreamed together, the other woman had. And she, she clicked us, you know. Well, you know what? Sometimes that'll happen. You know, and I feel, and this is my only personal preference, and maybe loss, love loss was there. My thing is, okay, you come back to give me $10 million and say, here, thank you very much. Okay, but now this new woman is not, didn't go through the suffering and the pain that I went through helping you get to where you are. So why you just didn't want to come back to me and make it right with me? And say, you know, you was with me. I don't know. Can we rebuild our relationship? Or can we can we do something to rectify this? Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. So I want to celebrate you now because you the one that stuck with me through all of this. And probably a lot of you guys probably say right now, oh, Dr. D, that ain't going to happen because, you know, feelings change and yada, yada. Yeah, that's true, but why not go back to, to try to make it right? See, I didn't see the movie, but I'm just talking hypothetically in life period. The whole bottom line, I guess, with me, I'm like, you never came back to try to even make it right. But you did, you came back to say negative words. Or you acted funny. Or you, just things that I see people do, things that have been done to me. You know, it's like, okay, now it's time to shine. Okay, so why you don't want to come and shine with me? Because... 
if it wasn't me by your side helping you get to where you are now, you wouldn't be able to shine. So why you don't want me to shine with you? You you rather go shine with somebody else that did not labor with you, that did not sacrifice, did not give unto the project, and y'all know what I'm saying. So I, 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 I woke up with all that in my, you know, I just woke up with that on my mind. That in 2019, I've been saying it all year anyway, that um, God wants his family back. Uh, he wants us to value one another. He wants us to appreciate one another. That's what family does. Even uh, the overseer of the women of valor, she made a key point that I took away from that even though they broke fellowship because they broke fellowship, right? But God still came down in the cool of the day to meet them. So so what that's saying is God himself was in a routine of fellowshipping with Adam and Eve. However, because Adam and Eve broke fellowship, they wasn't in the right place. They didn't show up. And God was looking for them. Where are thou? Adam, where are thou? Now, God knew where they were. But he was calling out to Adam. This is what I'm getting out of it. I got out of it. He was calling out unto Adam to say, okay, I know something happened, but come to me. Come talk to me. But instead of them coming and meeting God in the place where they always met, they was hiding. And we do that a lot. And the enemy entice us to hide from God because of our disobedience or our sin. You know, and sin, sin is sin, you guys. It's nowhere around it. It's it's nowhere around it. No matter what it looks like, how big, how small, even if you don't even know. Okay, I guess you can say, I sinned with my grandbaby iPod, uh, what it was, iPhone plug. Now, I didn't mean to take it, but in actuality, I stole his plug. I didn't know because it was like, um, my, you ready to go? I could drop you off. I'm like, er, I thought I was going to spend some time with my, my daughters for at least another day or two, right? But I guess they had other plans. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I had to get up because I was relaxed. I had some of my stuff packed. But so since everybody was packing and leaving, and I'm like, oh, oh. So it kind of like threw me off. So I just had to hurry, grab all my little stuff. I I knew I had my plug plugged up on the couch. Somebody moved it. So I went in the room and was in the plug. 
So I just took the plug. You see what I'm saying? I took the plug, not knowing I already had my other stuff packed. Right? So the next day when we get the message, it was like anybody saw Adam plug. And I say no. So I look after I say no. And um, throughout the day, I say, oh, you know what? Let me look through my, my, my book bag. And so I took all my stuff out of my book bag. And my plug was at the bottom with the computer on top. You see what I'm saying? So I guess you can consider that as a little bitty sin, but I, I, I guess in naturality, um, if your mind not right, you say, oh, Grandma stole my plug. I didn't steal your plug, baby. I accidentally packed it. But I guess I took it. Now, I know you guys may say, oh, come on, Dr. D, that's just so far-fetched. Well, I'm just trying to make a point that sin is sin. It it don't matter how you point at it, the behaviors, our action. If anything is contrary to what the Ten Commandments is saying, and then underneath the New Covenant where Jesus said, I bring you a new covenant, two things. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Well, the world is being deceived because the world is not loving God with all of their heart, with all their soul, their might, and their strength. They're loving God because, yeah, everybody, oh, I give thanks to God, but their lifestyle shows something else. You see, that's why the Word of God tells us that Abraham, faith, was counted as righteousness because Abraham strived to live according to what the law of Moses, which was the literary Ten Commandments from God himself. Okay, that really happened. They have it in the historical archives. Now, the actual commandments that God wrote with his own finger of love Moses broke it when he threw it at the Israelites when he came back down from Mount Sinai and they over there worshiping the golden calf they they got anxious cause Moses didn't come back in time and they thought God killed them and you can say that for our own lives you know, we we don't wait long enough, and then we go and subject ourselves to other gods, meaning we're going to do our own thing, and the answer coming right right there, and you didn't even walk away. Then God got to come look for you, but because you know you broke fellowship from God, God's still looking for you. He's still looking for us. He's still calling many of us by name, and we turning away. And walking away because we shamed, because we know we have broken fellowship. God didn't break fellowship with us, you guys. We broke fellowship with Him. So in 2019, my whole series thing gonna be observe and report 
But I'm going to have different topics underneath that. And help a lot of you get a better enlightenment on your life. So you can see God is not mad with you. God is not angry with you. You have an enemy called the devil. And he's real, you guys. And as you see the things that are happening in the world today, they're all being influenced by the devil. A bunch of little puppets, all right, that are being enticed and influenced by the devil. And so that comes to this next part um, with Eve, and I'll go on the next segment with that. There's two things that I wanted to really point out. I'm just talking now because I'm thinking it's like 5 in the evening. I'm thinking I done slept the whole day away, but it's 5 in the morning. So um, (laughs) that shows you that I had just got out of my sleeper. But I feel pretty good. And now the very thing that I desire to do today, I can do. Because I thought I just missed, you know, missed getting out of here and taking care of some business. And I can still do it now. Because my time. Oh, look, see, I usually hang my keys up. But I came right in here. And I probably lay down and go back to sleep. But I won't. Because I really need to get this straight here and. I need to get order some files. I really need one more file cabinet. I need another file cabinet. And uh, it'll be okay. So, I am going to fix my coffee. And I'll come back later on and share with you guys uh, two things. Well, maybe three or four. I'm always sharing something now. Um, but I feel a calm in my spirit. Which is a good thing. I really do. And maybe because I got me some rest. I don't like to be rushed. And when, when I'm rushed, uh, I forget stuff. Or it throws me off, you know. And so uh, I feel good. So I'm going to chat with y'all in a bit. It's Dr. D from the Boom Factor. Peace. I'll be back in a minute. Praise the Lord, it's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And yes, I am well rested. I am fixing me a nice cup of coffee. And as I was stating earlier, that Father had put some things in my spirit. 
Matter of fact, I need to hurry and write this down because I need to do my um, organization chart. And um, he showed me how to do it. Because I had so much stuff going on and I have to meet with an attorney so the business, the company, we have an attorney. Uh, we have our friend of mine, the CPA, but I'm probably going to change that because I met an awesome brother at the business expo and, and um, I'm going to get with him to be our CPA. You know, I'll do my bookkeeping and stuff because that's what I do with my business. But, um, God just was showing me some stuff that he's taking me higher. Some good things are happening and I'm just preparing myself. And as I prepare myself, God is going to show me how to show you guys how to prepare yourself. And have this stuff in order, right? So with all of that said, I woke up and he gave me my org chart. And I'm excited about it. And maybe I drew this too wide. too wide. I should have did just like this because this is the international part and then this is over here came organizing disguise. So yeah, I'm about to redo that again. Because out of organized disguise came urban management group. Then our urban management group comes to school, which would include the workshops and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm about to redo that. So, yeah, he gave me, and that's what the Lord would do for us. In 2019, I'm going to believe God is going to do that for you all. You're going you're gonna to wake up when you go to sleep upon your arising. God can already then spoke to your spirit. Alright? And you're gonna wake up. So I I I speak this to all of you. Go ahead and get your journal and a, a pencil or ink pen. Put it by your bed. On your phone, you have a tape recorder. Alright? On your phone. Put that phone by you. And as you awaken and say, thank you for another night of rest, Lord. As you meditating, getting up. Stop jumping up. I know we have to go to the restaurant. But stop just jumping up and getting online and getting ready for work. Meditate for at least five or ten minutes. And call back what God done put in your spirit. Why you was asleep? Because that's your assignment. 
God speak to us. And if you can start doing that for 2019, observe it, make that report, write it down, speak it into the recorder, you begin to see how God is orchestrating your life. And then you'll be able to protect it. Then when other things come your way, you'll be like, mm, nah, I don't think that's how God will, no. You bet, you know, and when the enemy send those enticing influence, influencers your way, like, man, you need to do this here, yeah, 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 yeah. You say, okay, I'll, I'll take it by grace. Let me, let me pray on it. See, why they talking, God talking to you right then and there, and you, you should already know you're feeling in your spirit. Nah, that's not good, or yeah, that's a good one. This is where I want you guys to get. I'm going to teach you the best way I know how. I'm going to teach you how to hear and follow your gut spirit. All right? I don't don't want you guys to fall into pitfalls like we've been doing all these past years. And even with our relationship with people, we have to be careful in this time because... The father was showing me how Eve, how did Eve really get enticed to eat the fruit off the tree after she knew? She knew what God said, right? She knew what God said. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the point that Adam didn't tell her. She knew because she said it. So he had to tell her, right? Now, you see, Bing, all this is ours. We can eat off of any tree in this garden. This is our, this is our, this is our domain. Girl, just look at it. Look at everything. What? What you say, Adam? All of this is ours? Yeah, all this is ours. God did this for us. But let me show you. You see that tree way over there? We can't mess with that one. Everything else is ours, but we got to stay away from that one. That's the that's the tree of good and evil. And Papa say, never eat off of that tree. What? Okay. So everything was good, y'all. Everything was good. But see, the enemy was not angry at Adam and Eve. Now, y'all got to think about it. The devil was mad with God because God kicked them out of heaven. Come on, I want y'all to think about this. Let's let's stop. Let's try to get all this other stuff out of our mind. All right? Let's get everything else out. Let's, let's come and think about this. Let's have an open mind about this. Why is all this chaos is happening in the world? If you, I like movies. Hey, I've I've shared excerpt with of movies to individuals that cause them to give their their heart to Christ. I was way in Africa, and this dude was adamant. I don't like Christianity, and I don't like this, and yada yada. So I mentioned the movie Matrix. Start sharing some stuff about Matrix. And he was like, you watch Matrix? 
So we started talking about it, and God used that to save the brothers. He converted and, and, and gave his life, gave his heart to Jesus. So they got this movie, Aliens, right? Now, if you really, oh, Lord, my refrigerator here is, I really, like, really need to take it outside and get it, throw it out because everything wet now. So on, uh, I think it's part two, it's uh, Alien versus Alien. I mean, Alien versus Predator on that one. With your girl, um, who played, uh, um, she played in the movie that, uh, Napoli So Happy. And she has some other ones, but I'm just talking about the recent one she played in. When she cut out all her hair, she was in that one. That's the one I'm talking about. You watch that movie, that's really interpretation of what's happening now. God is not, it's not, it's not God that's, that's angry with man. It's the devil. So to get back at God, and God threw him out of heaven, right? And he know that's a place that we going. He know what he lost. So he trying to prove a point to God. His creator, because God created him too now. He was Lucifer. Now you know they got the Luciferian church, church of Satan. Yeah, they they have that. It's popping up all over now. Literally, they have churches and the government, and they got 501Cs just like the church got a 501C. That's their right. They're in America, and that's just it. You can't do nothing about that. However, the fight is not against each other. We should be fighting a demonic force that's trying to steal, kill, and destroy us, and that's the devil. And so, in the scriptures, it says um, that God created us in his own image and his own likeness. He has crowned us with his glory. So when you look at the mirror, you're looking at a piece of God. You you are now some some religions have taken it to the extreme that you are God, you don't need nobody else, da da da. You know, we are the little G's on the earth, for real. That's why you can speak a thing and certain things you speak in your life it comes to pass and then you like, I don't know why this happened to me. Well, let's go back six months to a year or two years. What you been saying? What what words been coming out your mouth? Because you're creating, you framing your own world. Hello. That's how much power you have within yourself, you guys. All right? Now, the fight is not us against God. It's the devil against God. And he using us as pawns. Yeah. So when the devil see you trying to do right in your life, you know, living the golden rule, 
you know, trying to keep the commandments of the Father, God, through the Bible, through just just trying to be that decent person in earth. Why you think you catch so much hell? Think about it. Why you think you go through the things that you go through? It's the devil that's trying to crush you. They're trying to dominate you, try to lie and say, see, you won't go to church. But look at all this stuff that's happening to you. See, God don't love you. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Be your own man. Be your own woman. He's enticing you. He's influencing you just like he did with Eve. And then he'll go back and accuse God. See, I told you I can't have control of them. Now, you got to judge them because they didn't listen to your commandments. You say, don't do this, and look what they did. But that's why we need Jesus as our advocate. Jesus came to take our place. See, this is this is what the other religions don't have that we have. We have an advocate. We have someone that we can call upon, and his name is Jesus. And because he shed his blood, the Passion of Christ, the movie, yes, that's happened because the his, you know, the History Channel, nobody can deny that it really happened. Okay. And the depiction of it, how Mel Gibson did it, was so phenomenal that the devil was mad with him, and look how he attacked his life. See, y'all, y'all gotta think about certain things. Always remember when you're doing something great that's going to help somebody else in their life, that's going to motivate their life, that's going to save their life, that's going to lift their life up, bring them to another level in their life. The devil don't like that. So he comes to attack you in your life, in your family, in your finances, on your job, in your business. And this is what... I'm 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 talking about some ministries and churches they do this but overall from how I was taught I was taught old school they took time with us they taught us how to fight the spiritual fight they exposed the little things to keep us aware of how the enemy comes they're not teaching that in the modern-day contemporary church. I'm sorry. It's not happening. And yet, they are growing. They're they, they building these big buildings. And they have all these people and all this stuff and programs and shows and musicals. But at the end of the day, my people, when you go home and look at that pile of bills and look at your bank account, you trying to say, Lord, have mercy. Well, what's wrong with me? Because something I'm not doing right. No, you're doing everything right. It's just a fight. Now, you got to learn how to fight. And that's where I come in at. Hello. And I don't mind. I didn't been through it. Still probably going through it. I, I'm to the point, it don't matter. I see stuff. I hear stuff. Hey, I, I, hey, but in the midst of it, God is still taking care of Dr. D. But I want you to be strong. 
I want you to be strong on the inside. I need you to be strong with your mind, people. You got to fortify your mind. Because you got some stuff about to go down in this world that if you don't fortify your mind, the devil going to come and take it. He's going to use the closest person to you. He's going to use your family. He's going to use your job. Hey, he coming for you. But are you equipped? See, Eve, the devil came to influence her, enticed her. He made the the, the word tell he say he made it look good to her eyes. So that shows you that he can even trick what you see. You may think you see something and that's not what you saw. Hello, come on, I'm talking. Observe and report. What does the Bible say? You got to compare fate to facts. The fact is, nobody can't live off of $9.50 an hour. But by fate, you can. Oh, yeah. Nobody can't travel off of $9.50 hours. Not no, not no part-time seasonal job and not no no night job how you doing all that now you gotta be doing something else illegal you gotta be oh yeah you probably got two three men behind you giving you money you just ain't telling nobody no fate fate y'all the fact is no, you, you you can't live off of that. Man, no indeed. But by faith you can. He enticed her. The devil can entice Dr. D. I can go out here and get any man I want. I can have two, three, four, five men. I could be like the average. And I can say the average because the average woman out here today because of the shortage of men, because men want to be like us now. So you just can't count on that. Then you got men that go both ways. They have a family, but then they like a little, they like, they, they like a little men too. I still don't understand that, brothers. But hey, y'all, that's just what they do. So now the woman is being enticed and influenced that she feel that she got to have two, three men just to make it and sustain her life. No, that's not true either. You can you can make it by yourself, sisters. I've done it and I'm doing it. And I can say when I did allow myself to be with a man, I chose to be with that man because I had faith enough to to think that that man really desired me and wanted me, but come to find out they just wanted my influence, which I'm trying to understand that one too. Hmm, what influence? But anyway, <laughs> from the words of Dr. Miles, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, God has equipped me with a lot of information, and I just I could just get things done. I'm organized. I I am very resourceful, and so yeah, they come my way for that, and I test and try them, and then, um, when I feel like oh okay well, 
you know, all right, let's see what happens. And then when I don't fulfill certain things, I'm like, no, I have a boundary set. Then I'm this arrogant, not humble enough woman, too independent. I'll never get a man. Then I'm getting word bashed. No, it's just that I'm not going to take no bull crap. And like in the words of um, Julia Roberts, I don't have time to do a project. I need a partner. What God has equipped me with is to help some brother out there to fulfill his vision that he need help with. And most of the time when I'm helping uh, men, and most of them, most of them married, they're in ministry, and then they do have some, they had some single ones I was trying to help and did help, and it became successful. Number one, the radio station became very successful. Okay? And then, once they get to that pinnacle, it's like, that's your opportunity to give back. Like on the other feed, I was sharing how the brother finally made it from what I heard about the movie, but he was with somebody else, and it, it drove you girl tirades. They say she went crazy. Well, that was the love of her life. She supported him. She went through everything, all the heartaches, the heartbreaks, and everything. And yeah, that that would mess with your psyche to a certain extent because not somebody else living. Somebody else living my life that I helped build. Everything that was supposed to have been done with me, you doing it with somebody else? Wow. So you really didn't have me as a priority. Ain't that something? So... I started off talking about how the devil came to influence Eve. It's not that Adam didn't tell her, you know. Man, she was just enjoying the garden, and here come this little for devil. You ever thought about that tree, baby? Don't it look good? You know, that's how the devil come to us. Come smelling good, looking good. Opportunities looking good. They throw all kind of money in your face that you can make it. They don't tell you what you got to do to get to that point. See, they're only telling you the end game of it. But what about the process? <laughs> and that's what life is all about. It's the process, y'all. It's the process. And we're not willing to go through the process. We're not willing. We're not willing to go through the inconvenience. We're not willing to do the delayed gratification. We don't understand how to do without until we can do with it. So so Satan came to Eve and made it look good. And enticed her. Did trickery. Made her see that the tree of good and evil was good. And ate off that tree. Now the next thing that really kind of... Um, had me pondering on that nothing happened though, even though she ate off off it. Ooh, this is good. Why Satan didn't go to the man? Yeah, come on. 
Nobody don't ever preach that. I haven't heard nobody preach it. Why, why did not Satan go straight to Adam himself? Why did he chose the woman? Y'all ever thought about that? Why? Because he already knew. Adam was going to shut him down. But he went to the woman because she's easy, she's easy to, she more emotional, um, fragile, full of strength, full of the capability. Because remember now, God created the woman for Adam to help him. You know, I, I look at the woman in the man life to be the equalizer. Us as women, we equalize. We we keep things in balance. Right, right, brothers? If you really be honest, think about it. You always got to have a woman on your side. Why? Because some kind of way, she's going to keep you balanced. Y'all can talk bad about the woman all you want. But as soon as you get rid of one woman, I give you a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you got another woman on your side. Why? Why is that? Some kind of way, if it's just a friend, a sisterhood, your auntie, somebody, I said it before, a man cannot do without a woman in his circle some kind of way because he need that balancer. If the truth be told, y'all, you need that woman in that in that in your inner circle. All right? So the devil went to Eve. Enticed her, influenced her. He knew, hmm, Adam got her heart. She got his. I need to take down him. Let me go have a talk with Eve. Let me make things. I'm going to show God that I got the power. I got the, I got more control than he think. Creating his image. Yeah, I'm going to make them my image. They're going to worship me. They're going to do what I say. Not what you say, God. They're going to do what I say. I'm going to show you I still got the power. That's all this about, y'all. The life, this is all this life is about. You got to see it. And then you got to look a fall off and see why he's doing it. Why he's doing it now because he know in the future... It'll mess your future up. Hello. So there we go. Here come Eve talking to Adam. Adam, look what I have. Oh, my gosh. It tastes so good. And you read the Bible, Adam's saying, what have you done? See, Adam felt it. Adam felt that Eve, what you been doing, Eve? Something ain't right with you. Come on, man. If you take time out and know your woman, you'll be sensitive to know something ain't right. And you won't be coming at her all crazy. You'll come at her with the right spirit and the right admiration and not just saying, what's wrong, babe? What's going on? And even though she say nothing, don't worry about it. No, you better sit there and say, no, I am worrying about it because I can tell something is not right with you. Something is off. And, hey, I'm here for you. You need to talk to me. What's going on? Adam, look. This, 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 
this man, this, 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 this creature came to me, you know, and they say in the form of a snake, but they say that, um, Satan came as a snake. So he had to, um, shift change into this image to have a conversation with Eve. Come on, y'all. You got to use your imagination. Use your imagination with the Bible. The Bible is so awesome. It tells you all kind of stuff, man. It tells you some stuff, I'm telling you. You talking about some sexual encounters in the Bible. Just read the book of Solomon. It'll show you how a man's supposed to love his woman, how to make love to a woman, how to appreciate her body, how to love on her body. Come on, now. See, we, we, we just... I don't know, y'all. We just not, we're not doing this right. But don't worry, Dr. D gonna help you. Dr. D is in the house on the boom factor, baby. Oh, yeah. 2019, we gonna get it on. <laughs> we gonna observe and report our life. We gonna get it right. Man. Eve went to Adam, and Adam just saying, ooh, look at my fine baby. What's up, girl? What's going on? Wait a minute. What, 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 what you doing? What have you done? What's up with you? Oh, Adam, you got to taste this. This is so delicious. Where did you get this from? Oh, um, well, I was talking to this this man, and he was telling me about the tree over there. You know that tree you was telling me that God say that we're not supposed to eat off? Well, he was saying God didn't really mean that. You know, so here, taste it is good. Girl, why did you do that? Papa said don't eat off that tree. What have you done? But ain't nothing happened. I'm still alive. God say we'll die. But see, it's a spiritual death, you guys. It's a broken fellowship. That's what God meant. Come on, just taste it. Oh, it tastes so good. It tastes more than like all the other trees we've been eating off. This is real good. And when he bit into the fruit, it was like a spiritual earthquake took place. And the Bible says that the eyes was open, meaning that the veil was torn and they was able to see and now they have the knowledge of good and evil they never experienced evil but now that's how evil came into place and that's why evil come upon us you guys that's 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 the real corporate the devil he want us to feel a pain and the sting like he feeling it now, God had to cast them out of the Garden of Eden because they had the tree of life. And if in the state that they was in, knowing that they have eaten off the tree of good and evil, if they go back over there and eat off the tree of life, they'll be stuck in that state forever. And that's why God had to banned them out of the garden of Eden and had to put the angel in front of the gate so they won't sneak back in. 
because he already knew Satan was going to try to entice them to get back in. See, that's why we have the afterlife. We can live on because God protected us. Ain't that something? His love still protect us. And that's why the devil is so mad with mankind and all this perversion is happening. All this trickery and all this betrayal and hate and racism. And it's it's all fueled by the devil. It's demonic, y'all. So, with that said, I know I've been on here more than 15 minutes, 30 minutes. I'm going to cut this short. I'm just sharing my heart on reflections of 2018 going into 2019. And what are we going to be talking about? I'm drinking with some coffee. I should have made me some cocoa. I'm thinking it's 5 in the afternoon and it's 5 in the morning, y'all. That's how much rest I got. I feel so good. Um... I feel at peace. I'm not rushed. It's like everything is like oh, slowed down, which is a good thing. I'll be at my own store Wednesday. I might, I probably pass over there at the Walmart today to go look at the kiosk. They were supposed to set up the kiosk for for me yesterday, and because of the weather, and I was tired. Um, I really felt my body shutting down to the point where I barely was able to walk. I, I was like out of it. And so I didn't want to be a walking zombie, so I just came straight in here and went to sleep. Uh, I probably go to Walmart, excuse me, and now because I know that it's not 5 in the afternoon, I can go to my apartment. And um, go tidy that up. And everything is like a fresh start now. I'm just excited. And soon and very soon, I know I'll be getting keys to my Jeep. And still, I'm believing God keys to my house. Five-bedroom house, four-bedroom, four-to-five-bedroom house. Because I want to use my home. Um, I'm going to move out this office and uh, have my office at my home. If I get a little space, I might get like a little virtual space where I can meet the clients. But my main work, I'll be able to have at my home. And, um, just some things I want to have. Have my prayer room. Got to have that prayer room. I missed it. I had my prayer room in my other home before the hurricane. It was powerful. The children loved it. I did see a change. Um, once I, I dismantled it because I made room for my daughter to move in. And I gave her that closet space. It was a closet, and I converted it into a prayer closet. That was my war room. Y'all know before the war room, that movie, I already had my war room. You see, a lot of things we was taught back in New Orleans that 
gave me a solid foundation. So no matter what I hear, see, or do, I have a solid foundation, you guys. And so that's what I want you guys to build, a solid foundation. And some of you guys have it. It's just things in life that has happened to you that the enemy has put smoke screens over it where you you won't you can't remember it or you feel that it was non sufficient or not insignificant. It's significant, you guys, okay? And God's gonna restore all that back to you guys. So I'm gonna get off this feed because it's past fifteen minutes, it's thirty minutes. And I just want to share the little scenario to you all. And I want you to have a better understanding going into 2019. Um, with everything that you're doing, keep doing it. You're helping somebody. Especially my other podcasters that have favored my station. I favor you guys. I listen to your programs. Every little bit that you share, that you talk about, I don't, I, I'm not able to catch everything. But when I listen to your podcast, <laughs> it's so powerful. It gives me insight. I'm like, oh, so that's what's going on. Then I just go check it out online and say, oh, that's what they were talking about. Oh, my gosh. You see what I'm saying? And um, some things are expanding, and I'm just believing God for uh, the boom factor to have is videography. Uh, some editors I wanna uh, we're gonna branch out um two thousand nineteen boom factor will be have a road trip um New York we coming that's our first landing place it's New York and um if I'm in any other cities and any of my uh listener audience you in that city, come on, we can meet up, all right? And uh, we're going to have a road, a boom factor road trip expedition. Amen. I'm excited about it. All right, you guys? We're going to hang out. We're just going to just celebrate life. How about that? 2019, let's celebrate life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That just came from the depth of my soul, you guys. I want you guys to begin to celebrate life. Celebrate your life. I don't care how bad it looks. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. 